Welcome to a new era of sports talk show. Welcome to Two-Headed Sportscast. I am your host, Jatavion Gibson, along with my colleague, Ty Hoffman. Ty. Welcome to the Two-Headed Sportscast. My name is Ty Hoffman, and let's get right into it with the Chiefs versus the Patriots. All right. Um, first off, Chiefs offense. Um, they look good versus the Ravens last week, but this week I didn't think they looked too well. Uh, just a sh- let me look at the score real quick. Twenty six to ten. Twenty six ten. Yeah. When you had a couple of defensive touchdowns um, and good field positioning, I would expect the Chiefs' offense to you know excel more. And obviously, we saw that game with the Chargers where they didn't score high points. They were held shutless throughout the, the first half. Uh, Ty. Um, I like their defense. Um, they had a th- three different interceptions from Tyron Matthew, Juan Thornhill, and Rashad Fenton, and 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 Tyron Matthew took it back for a touchdown. So I like that. And also the Patriots defense was looking pretty good. They got a um pretty sure a defensive touchdown. Um, no, they got an interception. I can't remember who got it. Yeah, they they got an interception or a fumble recovery. One of the two. Uh, you know, I think the Pats very much missed. Cam Newton, obviously, he's out for the next couple of games with Corona. And um, I think they're going to go with Jared Stidham. Uh, I think they saw enough from Brian Hoyer to figure out he is not a backup QB. And Jared Stidham had – he was 5 for 13 with 60 yards and a touchdown. He did throw two interceptions, but one of them, Julian Edelman dropped. It shouldn't have been an interception. Yeah, wasn't that the pick six one? Yeah, it was the one Tyron Matthew pick six where it bounced off Edelman's hands and he caught it and took it back. Edelman, uh, he's starting to fall off a bit. Edelman's getting old. Um, but I think the Chiefs, I don't think they have a lot to worry about. Obviously, they're the best team in football right now. Mm-hmm. And well, Super Bowl favorite, obviously. I have, I'm going 14-2 and two in the season. Yeah, I think that, that's respectable enough. Um, next, we're going to get into the Packers versus the Falcons. Um Again, another game where the Falcons just defense did not look too well. Offense kind of sputtered. And Packers, Aaron Rodgers just took advantage. Sorry. Aaron Jones, he took advantage too. He got the um, big, I think, 60, 50-yard touchdown. He had two touchdowns. He was looking good so far. And we already know what we're getting with Aaron Rodgers. I think he's playing with a big chip on his shoulder after Jordan Love being drafted. And he's being an MVP. I think he's second behind Russ right now, though. I think he's – I don't think he's top five, in my opinion, because he hasn't shown me that he's worthy of top five. But um, he showed with a new target, Robert, Robert Tunyon. Pretty sure as you say, he had six receptions, six targets for 98 yards. He averaged 16.3 yards per catch, and he had three touchdowns, and he has five total touchdowns on the season. No, I, I mean, that's your opinion, I would say. You're wrong in that situation, but I just think the bigger man has to step up. Devontae Adams is out, Lazard's out. So Robert Tony stepped up, helped Aaron Rodgers, got got his catches, did what he needed to do. Well, um, let's get into the Falcons. Obviously, we know what I mean, their defense is just atrocious. They have some good pieces on that side of the ball, but Dan Quinn gotta go. For a def- former defensive coordinator for the Seahawks. He needs and to just you know, them giving up a bunch of points, their defense just collapsing and so selling, selling the game at the end. 
three of yeah. them. Three I think the culture over there is just kind of shot. Yeah, and then for the next game, the Broncos and Jets, Melvin Gordon had 107 yards, two touchdowns. I feel like he can be their main guy to score since Drew Locke is out. I feel like he's going to get a lot more touches, a lot more yards and touchdowns for the rest of the season. Yeah, I like them. Uh, I think they didn't have a lot of injuries. I think they'll be a you know, wild card. Obviously, they're not going to win the division over there with the Chiefs. Chiefs, yeah. Adam Gase needs to be fired. Okay, let's let's get that elephant out of the room. So Sam Darnold, he's good, but but Adam Gase isn't using him right. Sam Darnold has an arm; he can run, but he's just not using him right. Yeah, I mean Sam Darnold, he's not as accurate as I would want a quarterback to be, but he's still, I think, a top twenty, top twenty-five quarterback. Um, just really, I think that whole Jets team they don't really care obviously you saw at the end of the game they weren't disciplined they were taking cheap shots on um Brett Rippon that was just completely unneeded mm-hmm. and uh, Gordon sealed off the game with the 43 yard rushing touchdown at the end of the game yeah, I mean it was a good game for a lot of sloppy play but I mean we would expect that from two bottom feeders in the NFL and then the Saints and the Lions, I saw a standout, Trey Quan Smith. He had four, four receptions and four touches for – I meant four targets and four receptions for 54 yards and two touchdowns. I think he he's probably the wide receiver, the main wide receiver right now since Michael Thomas is out for a couple weeks. He's catching, he's scoring, he's doing what he needs to do to get the Saints to win. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, you'd expect more deep passing, but, I mean, Drew Brees' arm is just, I think, gone by now. He proved in that game that he could still, you know, have flashes of a deep ball. But mm-hmm. I think their main part of offense is getting receivers short passes and then just running the ball with Kamara and Murray. Yeah. Um, and for the you Lions? Know, no, no, no. Um, I like what I saw out of the Saints offense, though. I do, too. And for the Lions, they looked good at the first. They went up 14 14- 21-0, and then they sold it their defense. They have they have an okay team. Like, like they could be wild card, but Matt Patricia needs to go. He needs to. I, mean, I wouldn't ever call for a guy's job, but, like, it's uh, pretty evident at this point that you know, there's, like, four coaches I can say in the league. Obviously, one of them now is fired. We'll get to that one later. But um, And Dan Quinn, Adam Gase, and Matt Patricia need all need to go. Yeah. I like what I saw out of them, but again, just defense, just same with like the Falcons, just defense at the end, sputtering and the offense, sputtering as well. Yeah, the Jags and Bengals, Joe Burrow caught his first win. He had 300 yards, um, a a passing touchdown. I'm not, I'm pretty sure he threw one interception, but that's it. They won, beat the Jaguars. The Jaguars are one and three. Bengals are one, two and one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Bill Mixon had 151 yards and two touchdowns. That's what they need. They need two, two, three scoring options, one, one receiver, a running back, and a quarterback that can, that can throw. And they have that. They just need to execute it right. Yeah, I think they, they're pretty well. I mean, how their offense has really been playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, for a, a few improvements on the offense line and then a couple improvements on the defense, obviously in the like, secondary will help them into a – 
playoff contender maybe even next year or in the next two years. I really like what I saw from Mixon. I think he really exploded off the scene. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really like what I saw from him. Bengals need to build, like, an old line that can protect Burrow to where he has time to throw the ball. Because in LSU, he had a good old line blocking. He got the deep pass to Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase almost every time. Or Terrence Marshall. I mean, he just had great targets there. Three great targets. And for the Jags, I mean, this is what we expect from the Jags. Tank, tank for Trevor Lawrence. That's all I can say. Well, they have the – I mean – their offense, I think, will prove a lot with Trevor Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I think the Jets or the um, Jags getting Trevor Lawrence. I don't think anybody else would really fit with him. I feel like the Jets could trade Sam Darnold, get Lawrence, do something with that. They'll build the offense around Lawrence. Yeah, that Lawrence, but that Lawrence discussion, that's another topic for another day. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Minshew, he played a good game. Yeah. But – I don't think he's quarterback of the future for them. No. Uh, Into the Browns Cowboys game. Um, you want to take the lead? Huh? You want to take the lead on this one? Yeah. Odell had eight targets, five receptions for 81 yards and two touchdowns. He also had two rushes for 73 yards and one touchdown. And, and that touchdown sealed the game. It was a little um, jet sweep to the right, and, and Odell found the opening, took it. Got his touchdown, sealed the game off for the Browns. Yeah, um, I like what I saw from the Browns there. I mean, run the ball, get Baker to throw on play actions, mm-hmm. run a few trick plays. Um, really, they've improved a lot since that week one embarrassment where they lost 38-6 to to the Ravens. Yeah. And OBJ, I think this is best game as a Brown and – I think this is a wake-up to call to the NFL that he's still – He just needs to step up, do something with it. And then for the Cowboys, oh. They're, they're, they're done. They're falling apart. Dak Prescott did have 500 yards, two, three touchdowns, but he needs to – I feel bad. I honestly feel bad. And Miles Garrett was eating up on their right, right tackle, wasn't guarding him. He let him through. Dak Prescott was getting pressured, threw, threw the ball away. Couldn't do anything, really. That, that played well, but again, a lot of those yards came when they were down 41-14, you know. That. Yeah. So, like, that's, you know, those are, like, garbage yards to me. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the Cowboys' problems, well, we'll get into those problems later because that's another segment for us. So, uh, let's get into the Seahawks and the Fins, Dolphins. I like how Chris Carson played, and, like, he's – He's like a Pro Bowl all-star type player. He had 16 carries, 80 yards, two touchdowns. And also, like, and also speaking of Pro Bowl all-star, Russell Wilson, probably the top MVP contender right now. He had 360 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. He, he's, he's been looking good. I feel like he's the favorite for the MVP this season so far and through these four weeks. Yeah, I mean, Russ is obviously the most underrated quarterback for the past couple of years. And obviously right now he's proven to be the best currently. I think it's a tie between him and Pat Mahomes. Um, I really liked how the Dolphins' defense played, though, throughout the first half and the third quarter. Uh, they shut this offense really down and held them to a few scores. And I think it's time to bring it to a, for the Dolphins. Yeah, I, I feel like 
um, people are like not liking Russell sleeping on him is because of that Super Bowl when he threw the interception to um, Butler or yeah, Malcolm Butler through, through the game. That was the game. I feel like that's why people don't like him just because he sold that one game and shown that he can't handle the pressure. I mean, we've seen from then though that Russ can end a game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was just one situation, obviously against Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time. And then on the other side was Tom Brady. Yeah. We didn't know about Tom Brady, but I think it's time for Tua. I think he'll bring more energized offense to this team. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure. He looks good. I'm I'm pretty sure that recently on the Dolphins have like set – um, Fitzpatrick over too. I'm like they're not gonna. Yeah, I think I think I saw a report that they're gonna keep starting though. Yeah, just to see if he can do something, and if not, two is gonna come in and do his thing. Hopefully, he, hopefully he can look good because I liked him in college. Yeah, Tua was. He had a good arm. He reminds me of Drew Brees, just left-handed. And he can run. He's fast. He can do like really anything on the, on that side. Yeah, I'm wondering if he's like hurt or something, if that's the case. Yeah, a lot of a lot of teams who have like not good quarterbacks don't have a good offensive line. Because like yeah, they, they don't have a good offensive line though. Like Sam Darnold, Fitzpatrick, Burrow, Mayfield, they all could be really good well, stars if they had an O line to guard them and keep the defense away from them, to not pressure them to where they have time to throw the ball, get it out, get yardage and touchdowns. Yeah. Um so, uh, next game, Cardinals versus Panthers. I'll take the lead on this one. All right. Cardinals have disappointed me in these past two weeks. Um, I'm a big Kyler Murray guy. You know that. Mm-hmm. Just seeing how this offense has really, like, been, like, just slow at times is really disappointing. They have the offensive firepower to really open it up. But I think they're just being too conservative. And then for the Panthers, I really like how they have, like, a plethora of running backs who have been filling in for, obviously, McCaffrey being out and then Teddy Bridgewater going off. Yeah, Mike Davis coming out. Teddy Bridgewater throwing for 276 yards and two touchdowns. And Kyler Murray, I have him in my top five quarterbacks. I even have him over Aaron Rodgers because I know what he can do. He can run the ball. He can throw it down the field. He can get it out. He can handle pressure. But he just needs – Somebody to block for him, get him, get him room, get him an open hole to run, get an open hole to pass or something. Is their O line has not been the best? I'm seeing it as if he had like the Colts O line, it was on the Colts, they would be undefeated, looking like the best team in the league. Obviously, or, or like the Saints or some team with like a good O line. Um, but the Panthers, I mean, Matt Rule, obviously coming from Baylor. He's looked good so far. Obviously, they have Joe Brady, former LSU Mm -hmm. um, passing coordinator. So, I mean, they look good. I think – do I think Teddy Bridgewater is the quarterback of the future? No. I think they get somebody out of the draft this year or next year with a lot of quarterbacks coming out. I'd like – I'd like um, the the Texas quarterback. I forgot his name, but I like him. Mm -hmm. I feel like he'd be a good fit on the Panthers. Ellinger? Yeah. Uh, I would feel like maybe Trevor, but they're they're doing too well to get Trevor. Maybe Justin Fields or yeah. KJ Costello. He can work out and be like a Burrow type player. Mm-hmm. 
But next game, we have the Chargers versus the Buccaneers. Um, you Justin Herbert, I've liked him since his freshman year in Oregon, his first year. He's looked really good. This game, he had 290 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. He played good against the Buccaneers' defense. He could handle pressure, and he threw the longest pass. In two years, I think it was 63 yards in the air to a practice player, wide receiver, who came out of the practice squad to play. He was looking good. I, I like, I've liked Justin Herbert for a while. Uh, yeah, just I had a few problems with him coming out of college. You know, his obviously his mechanics. I felt like he threw the ball where, like, his receivers would get hit. Mm-hmm. But he's looked good so far. Obviously, he had the game-ending interception. Yeah. That's a rookie mistake. Obviously, he'll get over that over time. Mm-hmm. But he has a big arm. And then Tom Brady, I mean, it looked over with during the first half. But Here's player of all time throwing. Yeah, four touchdowns. He threw a perfect pass rating after that pick six. He had five touchdowns. Three yeah. Um, yeah, but five touchdowns, obviously a pick. And uh this team looks very dangerous and could contend. Um just if they can beat up the Saints for the division, I think they'll be very, very yeah. good hands. And for the Chargers, with Austin Eckler, they're gonna need to find a second running back because Justin Herbert, after Austin Eckler got hurt, he had the most yards in heel. He had 16 rushing yards, 14 rushing yards. Um, there, Justin Jackson, he had six rushes for nine yards. That's not – they need somebody to step up in Austin Eckler's place until he gets well and gets back to the field. Yeah. Um, one story I want to talk about for the Chargers is the quarterback controversy, obviously. You know, the story with Tyrod Taylor, he – the doctor obviously puncturing his lung. Trying to put painkiller in his ribs because his ribs were – he got a rib injury. Um, that. So, do you think Herbert has won that job over there? Or do they still give it to Taylor out of, like, sympathy? I'd give it to Herbert. He looked good th- through three touchdowns. J- Tyrod Taylor, he was good with the Bills his first couple seasons. But I feel like he's done. He needs to sit out until Herbert makes, like, a big mistake. Over like two, three games, doesn't do good. And take him out, try Taylor, and if that doesn't work, just keep on playing Herbert until he develops into a better quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I think they would give it back to Taylor just because he obviously, I think he would have been the starter until like week seven. Mm-hmm. So like, I think they might, he might sue them. That might be what they fear. But if I was a coach, obviously I would give it to Herbert just based off how he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, next is the Giants versus the Rams. Um, this game was a good defensive game. I liked how the Giants defense looked. Obviously, the offense, offensive line, terrible. After after they drafted um, with their first, the fourth pick they drafted, what was his name? Andrew Thomas, something like that out of the um, I mean, He's been good on that side of the yeah. ball, but it's really like the rest of the line. Daniel Jones needs to step up, make better passes. You know, he only had 190 yards. He had an interception, no touchdowns. I don't, I don't think the Giants scored a single touchdown. Yeah, they, they didn't score a single touchdown that whole game. They need to do something. They only had field goals. They didn't score a touchdown. I thought they did at the end. Oh, mm-hmm. that was the Rams, the Cooper Cup pass. Uh, well, I mean, they kept it close though. I mean, it was nine, seventeen. It wasn't like a big blowout. Yeah, and Jared Goff, 200 yards, a touchdown. He's looking good. He. He needs to look for more receivers down the field to try and get down the field for their 
for the running back to score for stagnant. Huh? Their offense seemed stagnant that game, though. Maybe yeah. they took a game off. Obviously, it's the Giants. So, I mean, yeah, and Robert Woods, six six receptions for 35 yards. Cooper Cup, five for 69. Um, Tyler Higby, three for 21. Like, they just need somebody to. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods are a good one and two, but they need to start catching the ball and actually getting yardage out of their catches. Yeah, I think they, they'll draft a wide receiver out of this class, obviously a deep wide receiver class. I feel like I, I'd see him taking, like, Jamar Chase or um, – I think, like, maybe Rondell Moore would work good for this offense. He's a gadget-type player. Mm-hmm. Um, but their running game, obviously, they're missing Todd Gurley. Yeah. Even though he hasn't been playing well either, but – they miss that like workhorse kind of running back. And for yeah. the Giants, I mean, I mean, offense is just putrid. I think you draft offensive line. I mean, you don't go quarterback here. I don't think you give up on Daniel Jones just yet. Yeah, not yet. Give him a little bit, and if he doesn't develop into a better quarterback, take him out. Gets draft a quarterback, bench Jones, see how the new quarterback does. Um, next game, uh, Raiders versus Bills. You can take this one. Yeah, um, jo- Josh Allen had 282 passing yards, two touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. Josh Allen is my third favorite quarterback in the league. So my top five is Mahomes, um, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Kyler Murray. Right now, of now, I like Josh Allen a lot. He's throwing it. He's getting his touchdowns. He's getting his job done. They're winning. They're 4-0 right now. They're doing what they need to do. Yeah, I mean, I like Josh Allen. I mean, he has improved tremendously from last year and the year before. And um, right now I think he's like either the third or fourth player I have going for the MVP race. I have Russ Rogers, Mahomes, and then Allen. Mm-hmm. Obviously that can change. We saw it last year with Russ Wilson. He fell off a bit towards the end, so you never know what could happen. Yeah, and with the way the Bills are playing – I could see them being like a legitimate Super Bowl contender if Josh Allen keeps on scoring, getting his passes down. Stephon Diggs keeps on catching. Um, Cole Beasley does. Everybody does. Then they'll be. Yeah, they have a good, going on. good all-around team. I like how they structured structured their team. Um, everybody touchdowns, getting everything out. That's how you blueprint to structure a good team right there. You start off with a good defense. You get a decent O-line, a decent running game get some few receivers out there, then draft the quarterback, and then obviously get a good receiver later on for the quarterback throws in. Mm-hmm. Next game the is the um, – yeah, the Ravens and the Washington no, football. I was saying the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Oh. Um, they need to do something. Like, they, they look good against the Patriots. They're 2-2 two and two right now. Their car is playing okay. Running yeah. running game, I I love Josh Jacobs. I I like I like him a lot. I think that defense needs a bit more. I mean, they don't really have a good pass rush. Mm-mm. They have a good uh, safety like in Jonathan Abram. He reminds me a lot of Camp Chancellor. He can hit hard. Yeah, get it out. Back end. I mean, just this, the whole defense really in general is just really really bad. Mm-hmm. But that offense is very good. Obviously, John Gruden's there for the next what seven, eight years. So I mean, he's he's going to build a good team around them. Hopefully, they need it. He's not going anywhere anytime soon. He's a Raider for life. Yeah. Um, Ravens, Redskins. 
you can go. Um, Lamar Jackson, I liked how he played. He bounced back from the um, Washington Chiefs. He had a 193 yards, two touchdowns, and a, at the end of the game, a 50-yard rushing touchdown, not end of the game. Like second quarter, yeah, second quarter, start of the second quarter, 50-yard rushing touchdown. He found the hole. He's fast. I have him at number four. Yeah, I mean, I top five. Really they can beat this team. I mean, it was close. I didn't like how close it was. Mm-hmm. I would expect more of a blowout, especially the difference between both teams. But obviously, yeah. the Washington football teams—they're very well coached. Mm-hmm. And um, Dwayne Haskins, I think he's about done. I don't think that draft pick really worked out for him. And, and from what I've heard, Alex Smith is coming back, so he he might. He's a good mentor. We obviously saw what he did with the 49ers and Colin Kaepernick and then um, him and Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And then obviously he came to the Reds, uh, the Washington football team, and he led them off to six and three. And then obviously that injury happened. We didn't think he was going to play football again. Yeah. Back. Um, really the Ravens. I mean, they look good, but I need to see more. I need to see them beat teams like the Steelers, teams like uh, the Patriots, you know, teams like that, good teams. Like good defenses too, like the Colts, the Steelers, the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, like you said, the Colts, Steelers, Patriots. People with good defenses to really put them to the – put their offense to the test. Yeah, I really want to see that. I think their face weak. Nine, I think it's the Patriots game. I don't remember what exact game it was, but I'm excited to see that game in Foxborough. They play the they play the Steelers week eight, the Colts week nine, and the Patriots week ten. So so all three teams they play in a row, but they have their bye week. Well, yeah, I like, yeah. I like that. Well, I if I can call them a playoff contender, I would need to see them win at least two out of three. If I see them lose, you know, more than two, obviously three games straight, I think they're not really a contender. Mm-hmm. And then Washington, obviously, battle line. Still need building. Uh, they have a good defense. I think they did very well from, you know, obviously their offense being putrid. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington really needs receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Draft, maybe a quarterback. I mean, they can get Brock Purdy or uh, Trey Lance late or Jamie Newman, obviously. Yeah. Um, next game, uh, Eagles versus the 49ers. Obviously, the 49ers are – well, both teams pretty much are just killed with injuries. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo out, Mostert out. Um Nick Bosa out, Solomon Thomas, and then for the Eagles, you know, receivers out and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the 49ers, their team just got killed. Their last – their win against the Giants was kind of impressive but not impressive because it's the Giants. But Nick Mullins was playing well. They were running the ball, getting their touchdowns, won the game against them. But they need Garoppolo and Mostert back to run the offense, get their plays down and score. Yeah, I mean, this was still a good showing because, I mean – these are a lot of second stringers out here for the 49ers, and they're playing very well. Yeah. But obviously they miss those first stringers. I think when they get those back, 
they'll be in very good contention. Mm-hmm. No, I don't yeah. think they'll win the division. I think that's the Seahawks at this point, unless the Seahawks absolutely just fall apart. For the Eagles, it's good to see Wentz finally get a win. Um, yeah. Obviously, still bad receiver play, battle line play, defense. You know, there's still a lot of holes in there. But overall, a good win. Um, Texans versus the Vikings. You can get on the game recap. I'll talk about the after the game stuff. All right. So, Dalvin Cook, he had a really good game. Two two touchdowns on about 100 – I think it was like 200-something yards. Kirk Cousins is looking better than he usually has. They started off 0-4. And against week two, the Colts, they scored. They Colts went on a 28-0 run. Didn't let them score. They threw a touchdown in the last couple seconds um, to to Justin Jefferson. Week three, Kirk Cousins was looking um, good with Jefferson. Jefferson had two touchdowns. He had a 75-yard touchdown. Obviously, he lost that game to the Titans. Yeah, that one too. The, the Vikings, they were good last year. They just need to step up, do do their job, get their wins, do what they need to do to get it to get their wins. Trade people, do whatever they need to do. Yeah, they need better secondary help, I think. Losing Harrison Smith in that game. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they won, but still he they saw where the Texans obviously scored some points on them near the end. Yeah. Um, with the Texans, I mean, I saw obviously defense just looking horrible. Offense, they were decent. Uh, started to slow out the gates. And then the big story coming out of there is Bill O'Brien being fired. Um, I don't think I think this was premature firing. Obviously, he made some bad decision in the off season. Training DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson, and then. Yeah, and then losing their picks. I mean, that's – obviously, the, though that trade was to win now, but, I mean, 0-4, you're not winning now. Yeah, people had them winning the – um. yeah, people had them winning the division over the – Obviously, now it's it's over with. It's over with. After that week one showing, I knew that they weren't going to – I know it was the Chiefs, but I knew after that that they weren't going to do. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have fired Bill O'Brien yet because, I mean, this was – the hardest part of the schedule. I mean, you're facing Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers, Vikings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would never ask for a guy to lose his job. I mean, Bill O'Brien, he's a great guy. What he did for Penn State, you know, after their whole scandal was good. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously leading me, this team, the Texans, to playoffs for multiple years. No wins, though, really. Yeah. Um, so him with his son, his son has a lot of, you know, um, issues, um, disabilities. And um, next part I want to get into is the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Jerry Jones came up with a report saying he does not want to fire their defensive coordinator, even though their defense is giving up right now 30, 36 points per game. So what do you think about this? They need they need to fire their defensive coordinator. Their defense has looked horrific, along with their O line. Miles Garrett killing the O line, like I said before. They need they the, last year they had one of the best O lines, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, everybody blocking. But now 
I don't think that they, the O-line has been hurt. Yeah, but I, yeah, after an injury for O-linemen, it was like a bad one. I don't think they're going to like come back, be ready for everything. But I like, from the Cowboys' perspective, CeeDee Lamb's been looking good. Everybody has, but their defense needs some sort of work because they're allowing a lot of points to teams that shouldn't be scoring that many points. Yeah, um, Cowboys, I think they have a lot of coaching issues, obviously defense, but more like there's underlying issues that get overshadowed by the defense. Uh, they fumble. Um, this is a recurring trend. I think it's happened too many times for them. Um, early first quarter, second quarter, they fumbled the game, and that's put them down big. I mean, and I, and I understand in, in, in week one that um, Vander Esch got hurt, but I feel like that next man needs to stand up. They picked up Everson Griffin. They have Brandon Carr, Trevon Diggs, young Trevon Diggs. Young like, how did Everson Griffin get blocked by Baker Mayfield on one play? On yeah, the like, quick play for the touchdown. Everson Griffin needs to – he's getting older. He needs to – like, they have three good pass rushers, and only one is doing anything. And Alden Smith, of all people, hasn't played in five years. Marcus Lawrence isn't looking good. No sacks, only four, five, six tackles. And then, obviously, Jalen Smith has been looking bad. Obviously, loss of Leighton Van Rush might do that, but still. Um, but this is a recurring problem with the Cowboys. It happens every year. Um, Jerry Jones, he brought in Mike McCarthy. So he can control Mike McCarthy. I think he'll he's not gonna fire him. He's gonna fire the people around him. I really like Kellen Moore though for the offense coordinator. Yeah. And then on the defense side of the ball, they have Mike Nolan. Um Mike McCarthy handpicked him as a favor. And so he can control Mike Nolan. Mike McCarthy can control Mike Nolan. Yeah. And just it's just a lot of issues. Again, with coaching for this team. I mean, they have talent and they really can't put it together. Yeah. Typical Cowboys. Yeah, I feel like that if their defense steps up, they could come back and be like – They can win the division. But I don't see them going anywhere past the wild card or even making it to the wild card spot. I think they will because, I mean, look at the division, the Eagles, football team, and um, – The Giants. Three wins total. The half the half the teams have the like half of the teams in the NFL have the same amount of wins or as more wins than the whole division. Yeah. Um, next game we're gonna talk about is our two favorite teams, the Bears versus the Colts. Obviously, your team absolutely demolished my team's offense. I think my team's defense did very good against your offense. Yeah. With what they were given. Uh you can talk about your team and how well they did the first quarter the pass to mo ali cox the re, um, the jonathan taylor run to lead up to it was good but now for our, our defense is the best in the league we're seeing it showed it showed it good against the bears but the bears quarterback situation isn't good right there but also darius leonard had a groin injury at the end of the game i feel like he'd be fine our pass rush is looking good our secondary kenny moore xavier rhodes coming up with two picks and a pick six against the vikings People were saying Xavier Rhodes wasn't going to be good since he's a veteran, um, like you said. But he's been playing pretty good, solid on um, defense. He had a couple deflections, good defense, not only allowing one touchdown. Yeah, I like how your offense or how your defense played. I mean, I think my defense is 
held your offense well with what they were given. Mm-hmm. I mean, only what you guys scored, what, 19? How many yeah. points? 19. Exactly. I mean, held you guys under 20 and offense again, showing signs of last year just not being able to really come up. And I mean, also for the Colts defense, from a stat that I saw, um, the Colts allowed less points before the Bears touchdown throughout the whole season than that one Cowboys game where they allowed 49. We allowed 48 until that touchdown that Allen Robinson scored from Nick Foles. Yeah, I mean, you guys, obviously the week one showing against the Jaguars had obviously the scare because I mean, it's the Jaguars, but you guys played well since then. Our defense stepped up. They didn't know what they needed to do, getting past the line, getting pressure on the quarter. I think it's a lot with um, Philip Rivers just game managing the game and not throwing picks and costly mistakes. Mm-hmm. And then the Bears, obviously, the offense. We know if the running game does not get going, obviously the passing game will not never get going for the Bears. Even when the running game gets going, the passing game still struggles. And I felt like they should have put Mitch Trubisky in the game. And at the end of the second half, I was saying that the whole time I was watching it, like put Trubisky in, he'll throw a touchdown or two, get y'all, get a closer good game than what it was. I wouldn't even say like really throw. I think he would have been better for, because how you guys shut down the run, I think he would have been able to, you know, manipulate more of you guys to go like, they could run more read options and a lot of pitch plays for Mitch. And he really, I felt like he could have got more yards for the Bears running. Obviously, we know Nick Foles is not a quarterback at all. He was a one-hit wonder after that Super Bowl. I mean, he's he's okay. I mean, obviously, both Bears quarterbacks, I, I wouldn't want starting. But if I had to pick, I would pick Mitch Trubisky. Obviously, that's unpopular with Bears fans. but I'd say forget Nick Foles. Trade him j- just like y'all traded for him, and then pick up Jalen Hurts, somebody out of the draft, not Jalen Hurts. Um, I would like Justin Fields or yeah, Justin Fields. That's who it was, not Jalen Hurts. Trey, Trey Lance, something like that. Just somebody who can get the ball out, run, pass because their run game. David Montgomery is good, but he didn't look good against the Colts' run defense. And if and if that's the case, a lot of Teams, the run defenses are solid, so I feel like that David Montgomery is not going to run over every single team that you guys play. I I think you guys, like, stack the box a lot Mm -hmm. against them because, I mean, the Bears' offense is pretty pretty one-dimensional until Mm -hmm. they can get the run game going, and then once they get going, they can open up with the passing game. But, again, just a great performance from your guys' defense. Um Next, we're going to get into, again, another Bears topic since they play this Thursday night game, Bears versus Buccaneers. I have the Buccaneers winning 31-17. I have Tom Brady throwing four touchdowns and around 300 yards, while Nick Foles will throw a pick and a touchdown, and the Bears will have a rushing touchdown. What do you think? I could see the Bears winning this game because Rob Gronkowski is questionable, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Fournette. But I feel like questionable, really, all the players really play. I mean, Gronkowski hasn't really made a big difference in the offense. He really hasn't had any – he's only had um, seven, nine receptions, no touchdowns, nothing really, barely any targets. 
LaShawn McCoy is questionable week to week with his ankle. He hasn't scored a touchdown. But I feel like the Bears could win this game. I'd give it to him like 21 to 17. Yeah, I mean, the Bears will need, um, obviously, a good running game. Again, just going off of what we saw from the Colts game. Yeah. And really, this Buccaneers defense, they're really good defense against the run and being a pass rush. I think the Bears also will need the pass rush to step up. The Domino Levante David for the Buccaneers, good run defense, ready, ready for basically anything if they need it. Yeah, I mean, if the Bears' pass rush, you know, doesn't get there, I think Tom Brady will just pick apart this defense. I mean, we saw – what Philip Rivers has done and what Matt Ryan has done. Yeah, they didn't have the best offensive showing, but they've been able to just pick apart these Bears defense with short yard gains and mid middle of the field. And we know Tom Brady is obviously the best ever at that. Mm-hmm. And then now into your topic, your expertise, basketball. We have game four coming up tonight. Yeah. Um, Lakers versus the Heat. Game four of the finals. Uh, you can pick out your prediction and talk about what you want to talk about. I have the I have the Heat going out with it, 127-122. Bam Adebayo is questionable, which hopefully he'll play. He missed both the games with a um, shoulder injury. Goran Dragic is out. Tyler Harrow, I feel like this game is going to step up. I have Harrow dropping 30 personally. Butler dropping like 30. Bam Adebayo. If he plays grabbing boards, Olenek didn't keep knocking down threes. Duncan Robinson, you start hitting threes. He was one for nine, hit the one three at the end of the game. He missed He missed a wide open three, bounced off the rim. He passed up. Um, LeBron passed up to Kuzma or somebody did, and then he hit a wide open three. They just needed to beat them on the three game, and I know they can. They have Harrow, Olenek, Robinson, and, and, and Butler can shoot sometimes. Like, they just need to get their shooting down, and then they could easily – take the win against the Lakers, in my opinion. Bam Adebayo, I feel like if he's feeling good, healthy, he could hold Anthony Davis to, like, 25 points, 10 rebounds, a couple assists. But they need to – he need to close out on the wide-open threes, corners wide open at the top. mid In the Anthony Davis mid-ranges, there's nothing you can really do to contest it. If he, I'm like, the Heat have been playing really good defense contesting it. They're just making difficult shots. They need to hold LeBron from getting a um, – from a baseline drive, frontline drive, getting to the basket really easily. And then, and in my opinion, if Bam's not playing, all they need to do is run a sort of like not small ball, but like kind of a small ball with Olenek in there to get wide open threes, set, set, set baseline screens, get them open in the corners, get something going for Harrow and Robinson to get start shooting. Making yeah, and just have Jimmy play off of that and pick and roll situations. Yeah, to get a wide open lead to where if they start out like the third, fourth quarter with like a 10-point lead, I feel like they can finish it out. Butler, last game, he held LeBron to two points in the fourth quarter in clutch time. And and, and if they want to win the finals, LeBron needs to score more than two points in the, in the fourth quarter on Jimmy Butler. I feel like Jimmy Butler's an excellent defender, but having people call LeBron the greatest of all time, which I don't think is true, I feel like he needs to be able to score – like 10 points in clutch time, get them the lead, tie up the game, and make it not such a wide-open game for the Heat to win. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we know LeBron's going to get – he's going to get around a triple-double and 20 – anywhere from 25 to 40 points. I mean, that's a given every night. I think really a main piece will be the Lakers shooting and 
Anthony Davis just keep on doing Anthony Davis things. Obviously, did not play his best game. Game three, but, I mean, game one and game two, he obviously was dominating. Mm -hmm. And Kuzma did step up. I'm pretty sure Kuzma had 17 points. Anthony Davis only had 15. He stepped up and scored his points, got it. No, he had 19. He was four for eight from threes. Anthony Davis was six for nine, one from two. Anthony Davis needs to start taking more shots because when – Bam Adebayo's out there starting. Myers Leonard and Kelly Olynyk, like they need to be able to. Anthony Davis needs to be able to take his fadeaways. And if they and J.R. Smith came in, played five minutes, hit his three, they need to start playing him more. If he's going to be knocking down his threes, and same with like KCP Caruso, if they can hit their threes today, they'll be then get into a big lead. Just like I said for the Heat, if they can make their shots, they can get into like a big lead. Um, and then for the Heat, what I think they need to do for a win, I mean. What you said, pretty much, if Bam's not playing well, run a, like a small ball offense, a lot of shooters around him, and have Jimmy Butler just be the main ball handler and run what kind of like a Rockets type offense where mm-hmm. uh, 20, I want to say 2017, before Chris Ball got there, really, where James Harden had a lot of shooters around him and he was the main ball handler. Mm-hmm. Run that type of offense. Yeah. And really like, hold LeBron, I think, to under 30. Points and then obviously hold Anthony Davis under uh, twenty. I think that very is very doable for this Heat team. Obviously, they're well coached, and really, I feel like the end of the game it can either go either way. Uh, I have the Heat winning, um, mm-hmm. one hundred and fifteen to one hundred and ten. Mm-hmm. But you know that always can flip flop. Obviously, I feel like if the Lakers were to win, it would be a big blowout. Mm-hmm. And if the Lakers do win, I mean, series is pretty much over in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my – in a correction for what I said, Duncan Robinson actually made three. But all of his wide-open looks that could have gotten them higher lead, he missed. Tyler Harrow went two for seven. Jay Crowder went two for eight. And I know, like, Harrow, Robinson, Crowder, Iguodala, Olenek, Nunn, Leonard, basically their whole team – can shoot and make threes. They had Solomon Hill making a three. They just need their shooters to step up, give, just like you said, and I said, run the small ball, have have Butler handle the ball, Harrow, Robinson, Nunn, Crowder, Leonard, whoever you need, get open for wide open three. Because their team can – all their team can shoot. Kendrick Nunn, he came back, dropped 17. I'm pretty sure in that game, like they – like I know they have the potential to beat LeBron and win the finals. They just need – their pieces, and they lost that game that Kendrick Nunn, yeah, he had 13, but they need to step up and score and get their offense down before they need to guard LeBron and Davis. So they need to score and then get and then get down for defense, step up, get what they need to do to score and win the game. And, no, it was 18 points in 19 minutes. He was two for four from three. Tyler Harry was two for eight. They just need their big shooters to step up, take big shots, make them, knock them down, take a lead, just keep keep their lead 5-10, and then they, if they keep the lead, they can win the game 100%. Yeah, I mean, um, that's really all we have to say today. Um, obviously, that game either way. I mean, we'll – We'll watch it tonight, and obviously, if the Lakers win, we will have an immediate episode coming up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. A certain time, obviously, this was—I think this was a good start for us. Mm-hmm. Recurring series. If the Heat do win, 
we may we may come up with a video tomorrow, maybe not, and get more in depth with obviously that game and the Thursday night football game. We'll look up really a lot of more stuff about that game. Mm-hmm. But if not, we'll have a, another one out Friday. Yeah, the, I feel like yeah, we'll probably have one out if it goes both ways to talk about the offense, the defense, how everybody played, how. How, what they need to do to win their next game. If if the Lakers need to close it out or if the Heat need to try and get up 3-2, whatever they need to do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a good first episode. Um, it's fun doing this with Ty, obviously, Ty being a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. That's the first episode of Two-Headed Sportscast. See you later. Right. Bye.